Hey gang, this is TG, and I'm here today with Amanda, and we are here for episode 11 of The Weight Loss Coach. And um, first, again, I want to thank everyone that downloads our podcast, uh, listens to it, and actually, you know, gets something out of it. That's our whole mission with this podcast, nothing else, uh, to give you some really good information that you can think about and hopefully you apply. And uh, that's just kind of where it ends. That's what this podcast is about. We, we really love it. So today I'm going to take you down uh, a rabbit hole and really kind of twist some stuff around that I don't think anybody has thought about before. And I was just discussing this with a client the other day, and I had to change the perspective around from her confidence and her self-esteem. And let me, let me summarize it up of what that means. She was talking about how when she overeats, how it kills her self-esteem and her confidence because she knows she just ate all this food. Maybe it wasn't on her plan. Uh, maybe it was a bag of chips and whatever like that. So, um, you know, Amanda being someone who struggles with her weight and used to be at 220, have you ever done that before? Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, I don't want to say all the time, but it used to be a pretty regular occurrence. Yeah. Yeah. So give me an example. Can you remember a time like you did that and uh, you just sat there and all of a sudden just like beat yourself up about it? Yeah. So um, it's something that I used to call the hungries, and mm-hmm. I would go stand in the pantry, and it didn't really matter what was there, but just the continuing to eat or snack. Um, and then all of a sudden I would turn around to walk out of the pantry, and that's when it would all hit me of what I actually did. And it was then one of those, like, Either immediately, how can I fix it, or just the guilt, the shame, the like what the hell dis- I just did. Yeah, like the discomfort. The I mean, I could go on and on of a list of, of things. Uh, just negative self talk, and um, you know, it would go right back into another negative habit of starvation, and then like it was, it was just a, Trying to counter a spiral. It. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. So. With her example, when she went and looked into the pantry and really was kind of assessing what she was going to eat, I want to try to change the perspective today of when that happens to you or just in general. So if we're out in public and we look over and we see an overweight person and they're indulging in food, we look at them and think, wow, how they're disrespecting their body. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're not taking care of it. Uh, they're overeating. Uh, which is, you know, obviously not a good thing, has all kind of medical repercussions later down the road, possibly illnesses, you name it. So we all know this, right? What I want to turn around is I don't really believe it should be looked at, especially a person that's doing it, should quit looking at it like you're disrespecting your body and letting it kill your self-esteem and confidence. And you're thinking, well, Travis, what's good about it? Nothing is good about it because of the way you're looking at it. So you're overeating, you overindulge, and then you're like, depressed, self-esteem, confidence, all that because of the repercussions. What you're really not doing is you're not having a respect for food. And I want to say that again, you're not respecting food. And so let me branch outside of that because we all look at like, how do you respect food? Well, how do you respect alcohol? Okay. Now I know some people don't, we probably all been there one time or another, but you do have a respect for alcohol and what it can do if you do too much of it. So we know we can have a little alcohol and you know, there's some benefits in drinking a wine and and, and there's studies that say having a glass of beer to whatever is not bad. And you know, we can go down that road. But my point's this, you have a respect for alcohol, whether you do it or not, because you know what the end result is if you don't respect it. 
Okay, let's go to drugs. Okay, if a doctor gives you um, pain pills because you had a surgery, you have a respect for that is oxycodone. That's the big one, oxy. Okay, Mm -hmm. so if you have a respect for that because you know taken as he said is going to help you get through the healing process. Mm -hmm. You also know that doing too much of that could lead to an addiction or, uh, you know, all kinds of things that go with overdosing, Mm -hmm. so to speak. And then drugs in general, we all have a respect for prescriptions because we know too much of it can turn into a bad thing, but respecting it can be a good thing. Yeah. So it's like, you know, your boundaries, you know, your portions of what you can and what your body can handle without it being too much. Right. But with food, it's all off the table. It's all off the table. Yeah. Uh, we, we don't look at it as a respect thing. Mm-hmm. We just look at it like, I want it. Mm-hmm. It tastes good. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I know somebody right now is joking because I would be. If I was listening to something like, yeah, I respect that Whataburger and large fry mm-hmm. and cookies and that Coke uh, when I eat that because yep. it's going to make me feel good. Mm-hmm. So all comical jokes aside, no one that I know of. And I'd love you to comment if you uh, are watching this today. Have you ever looked at food and said, I need to have a respect for this? And I didn't say starve, deprive, okay? A respect is looking at it going, you know what this does? Done in moderation, mm-hmm. in portions. It makes me feel good because it tastes good. But it helps my body to have energy. And it fuels my body. It's fuel for my body. Now, when I say that, I don't mean you need to be eating celery and tuna fish. I'm talking about... Having a respect for the portions that you're eating and getting that in check and enjoying it because, you know what, this tastes good. I can eat this because I've got respect for it, and I have a little of that and a little of this, and I respect it, and it's going to give me energy and fuel my body, and I'm going to enjoy it. But then overeating it, we all know how that goes. It's like alcohol. A lot of times you have the respect for the alcohol, then there's that day you overdo it and you got the bad headache, you feel like crap the next mm-hmm. day, and you do dumb stuff, right? With food, you overdo it, and then that's when you're like, why did I just overdo that? Mm-hmm. Maybe if we go into with the mindset of, you know what, before I each meal, I'm going to sit down and look at and say, you know what, I respect this food, and I do know this, and we both do from working with clients, sometimes overweight people think food's the enemy. Uh, because it's yeah. done so much to their body, mm-hmm. it's like I don't want anything to do with food you, because you it's, start fearing it. Yeah, you're scared of it. Sure. But that's because you're not respecting it. And if you'll give it the respect, the food actually will become your friend. Right. right. And start well, giving and back. You were talking, and my brain went to like taking a second and looking at your food to respect it. That it's going to give you energy. That it's going to make you feel better. That it's it's that pause before you go into it. So sure. like you that mindless eating or that mindlessness of overeating kind of goes out the window because you're focusing in on what, what the food is going to do for you. Right. And if you're doing what Amanda used for an example, if you get that mindset of respect, if you open the pantry, and actually most people tell me they're not hungry. Right. And you start looking from the mindset of, I need to respect what I'm getting ready to do. Am I respecting this? Or is it something that's not going to fuel my body? Right. It's not going to give me energy. Mm-hmm. And then you, you just need to make a conscious decision is, are you willing to drink too many drinks? I use the alcohol bill. That's the same thing. Yeah. And, and we can go into respecting people. You respect your job. I mean, think about all the things that you give respect to because you understand the repercussions of giving it respect usually come out to be a good one. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Why not respect the food so the ending is it turns out to be a good one? Most importantly your self-esteem and your confidence. Because 
again, we've got it backwards, and it's because it's just food. That's always, we talked in, I think, episode four about food addiction, and it's not in the same category as drugs and alcohol and, and nicotine. Right. This is kind of the same thing. Nobody, nobody wants to look at like, well, you know what? I, you know, it's probably a joke to some people like going, he's teaching you how to respect food. Right. Right. Yeah. Why not? Because it's a problem. It causes you pain. It causes you discomfort being overweight and the way you feel about yourself. So my point is overeating. We don't want to do that and feel our self-esteem, our confidence go down. We want to say, you know what? I'm going to have a respect for this in front of me. And get a good feeling out of it because I'm respecting you, your portions, and what you're going to do for me. You're going to feel my body, make me feel good, and done correctly to some extent, lose some weight. Mm-hmm. So we got we got to flip this around, and, and I, I respect the food. You know, <laughs> got to have respect for the food. Get a T-shirt. I respect food. Probably a lot of jokes out of that. Um, well, I have a 16-year-old, so we're working on the car thing, and that's what I said this the other day. So when you brought up respect, I told her to respect the car. Yeah. That like even though it has all this positive uh, positivity around it for a 16-year-old, it still could be dangerous. Yes. It's the same thing. I mean, you can get a food hangover. We all know what that feels like. Yep. Where you have the headache, your stomach's upset, like all you want to do is sleep through it. It's the same concept. It's just... You can go way down a rabbit hole with... If you really let this go, you can think of Mm -hmm. all the things in the world that you give respect for that you don't even realize, Mm -hmm. and then you wonder... Why don't I just give this some respect and see how that turns out? Right. It, it's, not, it's talking about Thanksgiving coming up. <laughs> People are going to go in there and they're going to disrespect that food, and and they're going to be on the couch in a coma, uh, you feeling know, just like I, crap. Yeah, yeah. feeling like crap. And then they get back up in the evening time when they wake up and go disrespect it again. It again. Yeah. And, and then they feel like, okay, I got to go find a weight loss program mm-hmm. now because mm-hmm. you did that. Why don't you know uh, if you're watching this or hearing this? Try approaching Thanksgiving with a reverence of respect for the food. I didn't say don't eat certain things. Having respect for the portions that will make you feel good, it mm-hmm. tastes good, but won't like, make your stomach go out to here and you feel bloated and you're just lethargic and you just feel sick to your stomach. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what we do. Am, am I correct there? Yeah. It, it kind of seems to know. I, I said I've always watched the tradition of they eat, they pass on the couch, they sleep, wake up, watch a little football, then they go back in and do it again. Right. It's like a torture day. Well, and I mean, I know my, my girls, they want to go and run around and play and in between doing all the cooking and all of that. And there's been so many times that, like, I can't go and do those things because I've eaten too much. Sure. So, like, putting a different priority in there instead of just the food has been my trying to, to flip the switch. Yep. And to be completely transparent, uh, this all stemmed from me. And, and uh, we have what's called a metabolizing booster meal day. Most of you – Probably have used the word cheat day. We don't use that because that's a negative response to the subconscious that you're doing something wrong. But correctly, back in the 80s, a metabolizing booster meal day is every 10 days you have a meal, whatever you want. I have found by just what I was talking to you about that when I'm eating, I know this is a meal setting and I'll eat whatever. And maybe probably about two, three months ago, I was probably doing a little extra, although it's not a big deal. It's going to turn out to be a benefit for me. But even I was feeling a little miserable afterwards. I finally caught myself. I said, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Okay, again, respect what you're – I mean, A, you're getting to eat what you want here. Mm-hmm. But have a respect for it right. and what it can do, which is that was a really great Whataburger and that was a great set of fries and maybe some of the cookies or like that. 
but have a respect for it that, uh, hey, let's stop here because it's going to turn out to be a good thing. Right. It was great. I, I'm full, I, you know, and I'm, I'm still good to go. But pushing it over the boundary, having a few more alcoholic drinks, now you cross into the, man, I just feel miserable. I'm bloated. Then you try to watch just a show, and next thing you know is that insulin kicks in, and you're like this. I'm like, what am I doing here, man? I'm wasting time feeling like crap. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what we don't want. And then done repeatedly, if you're someone who struggles all the time, think about how many times you do that, and, and you feel depressed, self-esteem, your confidence goes down, and then you just don't want to go anywhere because you just feel horrible about yourself. And we talk like this because me and Amanda both have talked to so many clients in our coaching that they tell us some really awful things they say about themselves. I mean, it keeps you in a negative loop. I mean, I can't remove myself from being one of those clients. Yeah. Um, it keeps you in a revolving negative self-talk, destructive behavior, even though destructive behavior, we don't think about eating as destructive behavior. It's 100% what you're doing to yourself, physically, mentally, emotionally, you're beating yourself down. And, and, and if I not being a person in her shoes, when you do that, it doesn't just go away in a few hours, that, that the emotional part. Oh, it, no. it can last like a day. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, a, a week, yeah. a month. Um, so, so just one setting can just yeah. last a few days. And it's one of those same concepts with alcohol. Like you wake up the next morning, feel like, crap, I'll never do that again. Yeah. I mean, you said overeating the Whataburger, like how many times, not you, just a question in general, how many times have you eaten something to the point where like you never want to eat that again? Yes. And you say that, but then a week later – you're, you're doing it. the same thing. Yeah. So it's the same thing. Just like you said with alcohol, it's the same thing. You wake up with that hangover, but even with alcohol, think about it. The initial hangover is the next day, but it lingers oh, two or three days. Yeah. You're a little bit lethargic. What I've got food does the same thing, mm-hmm. but then we go back and say, we're never going to do that again. And I would say most people probably respect alcohol for a while. Yep. And then they go until there's a new year's or a mm-hmm. major event. And then they let that go out the window mm-hmm. and then they have respect for it again. Mm-hmm. So here's my point. Are you going to do this uh, perfect all the time? No. But if you'll just start entertaining, let me look at the food and give it some respect for what it can do on a positive and not go past the boundary of when it turns into the negative. I, I keep saying alcohol because I think people relate to that. Mm-hmm. But start doing that. And then, of course, you'll respect it and you'll respect it and you'll respect it. And like anybody, struggle or not, one day it's going to happen and next you know you catch yourself passing the boundary of disrespect and you reap the repercussions of it. Mm -hmm. But I promise you, if you did that enough, it will bring you back to, I like this respect thing. Mm -hmm. And and like Amanda said, when it comes right down to it, it's all about just being conscious and aware of what you're getting ready to do. I call it respect and it is respect because you're stopping to respect what you're getting ready to do. And it's like, wow, they just brought me out this giant platter. Let me cut some of this off and make my portions in some Mm -hmm. kind of a check Mm -hmm. and balance there. And, I mean, that's the thing is stopping and thinking through and stopping and respecting the food and understanding that it's going to make you feel good. A lot of times when we overeat, it causes headaches, it causes joint pain, it causes inflammation, but we don't put it together that it's the food that's causing it. And so respecting the food in the manner of, like, I want this to benefit my body instead of I'm going to feel like crap after this. Like, just being aware of that will help with And I like what she said about all the things uh, negative that happen. If you will respect the food and go down the the lane of, man, you know, I respect this. It's going to make me feel good. I'm not going to feel guilty. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have energy and all that. And then if you'll say, but if I don't respect it, I'm going to be upset. 
I'm going to have negative self-talk. My joints are going to hurt. Mm -hmm. uh, my head's going to hurt. If you just pause enough to entertain going into the disrespect mode of the food, sometimes that alone's like, I just don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. And, and I think I, I will go back being the old guy when I actually quit, you know, being the 20 year old drinker. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you have to do these Sunday hangovers for a while. And then there's that day you wake up and you're like, I just don't want to feel like that anymore because I'm wasting my day, my time and feeling guilty because I'm paralyzed on the couch. Mm -hmm. I mean, I want to do stuff, but my body's like, no, right. you know, you tortured me, mm -hmm. your head's hurting, you, you, you just, you know, and you're wasting a whole day. Well, that's one of those at a certain age, at a certain point, you found your boundaries yes. with alcohol. So just on the, the food side of things, at a certain point, you get to where you find your boundaries and you find your portions with food. Right. You There's a time and a place for all kinds of food. Right. Just like there's a time and a place to have a drink. Yes. Yeah. So, and, and again, you know, just saying, do I want to feel this way if I disrespect it or do I want to respect it and enjoy myself and keep your self-esteem and your confidence intact? Mm -hmm. So, again, I hope you guys get a lot out of this. Again, just think about, look at your food. I know it's, it's almost comical to look at it and go, you know what? I mean, if it is me, I'd be like, I'm going to respect you today. Every time I sit down to eat, I'm going to respect you and look at my portions and say, you know what, you know, I, I don't want to go into disrespect because then I am going to feel like I disrespect my body, the confidence, self-esteem. So you go down that rabbit hole of negativity that lasts for three, four, five days, and that's a waste of time and your life. So uh, any final thoughts? No. Nope. Yeah. Hey, gang, love you guys. Keep passing this on to other people. Share, share, share if you would, and download, and we'll see you next week.